I'm Stephanie Wong, and I'm your guide through the people and places that make up the internet. And I'm back as the host of the third season of Where the Internet Lives, a podcast from Google about the unseen world of data centers. This season, we're exploring how data centers change the world around them in surprising and transformative ways. We'll hear stories about prairie restoration, the solar energy boom, recycled canal water, and cities undergoing economic transformation. Subscribe to Where the Internet Lives on Google Podcasts, YouTube, Apple, Spotify, or anywhere you get your shows. Hello and welcome to The Daily Poem. I'm Heidi White and today is Monday, July 19th. Today I'm going to read for you a poem by American poet Billy Collins. He was born in 1941 and he is still alive and writing poetry today. Billy Collins was the U.S. Poet Laureate for two terms and the New York State Poet Laureate also for two terms. He's also a regular guests on National Public Radio. Uh, He speaks regularly, leads poetry readings. He's taught at several universities, uh, won several fellowships. Um, He's just a giant in the world of American letters. Uh, And today's poem is called Fishing on the Susquehanna in July. And this is how it goes. I have never been fishing on the Susquehanna or any river for that matter, to be perfectly honest. Not in July or any month have I had the pleasure, if it is a pleasure, of fishing on the Susquehanna. I am more likely to be found in a quiet room like this one, a painting of a woman on the wall, a bowl of tangerines on the table, trying to manufacture the sensation of fishing on the Susquehanna. There is little doubt that others have been fishing on the Susquehanna rowing upstream in a wooden boat, sliding the oars under the water, then raising them to drip in the light. But the nearest I have ever come to fishing on the Susquehanna was one afternoon in a museum in Philadelphia when I balanced a little egg of time in front of a painting in which that river curled around a bend under a blue cloud-ruffled sky dense trees along the banks, and a fellow with a red bandana sitting in a small, green, flat-bottomed boat holding the thin whip of a pole. That is something I am unlikely ever to do, I remember saying to myself and the person next to me. Then I blinked and moved on to other American scenes of haystacks, water whitening over rocks, even one of a brown hair who seemed so wired with alertness, I imagined him springing right out of the frame. Billy Collins is known in his poetry for humor. Uh, He writes kind of quirky, humorous poetry that grabs you with its vivid images and its particularity, which is one of the reasons why I think Billy Collins is one of the most popular poets Uh, in American letters right now. He is so particular. Uh, This idea of fishing on the Susquehanna is such a specific, concrete, particular thing. Uh, And through that particular, Billy Collins examines something much bigger than fishing on the Susquehanna. Uh, This is not a poem at all about fishing on the Susquehanna. It's a poem about what poetry does. It's a poem about uh, the glory and the uh, 
in a way of the loss of poetry and being a poet. The narrator tells us he's never been fishing on the Susquehanna River. And yet we're reading a poem by that poet titled Fishing on the Susquehanna. So the question of the poem becomes, what do we make of that? What do we make of the fact that this is a poem about fishing on the Susquehanna and yet the narrator slash poet has never been fishing on the Susquehanna? Uh, and and the, the dissonance between those two things, the fishing and the not fishing, is where the poem is, right? That's where the poem dwells. That's what the poem is contemplating uh, and asking questions about. What do we do with the fact that there is both fishing and not fishing by the same uh, by the same person in the same work of art. Uh, and we're forced then as readers to contemplate the dissonance between the thing itself and the doing of it, right? Uh, how can this be a poem about fishing and about not fishing? So the reader is drawn into this contemplation and we're left with this question of what is a poem, right? Not what is fishing on the Susquehanna, but what is a poem? Because the poem describes fishing quite beautifully. Uh, rowing upstream in a wooden boat, sliding the oars under the water, then raising them to drip in the light. That's quite a lovely and true description of fishing on a specific river, and yet the poet has never done it. Uh, and, and that's when we arrive a little bit at the grief of poetry as well as the glory of it. It's possible as a poet to describe something very particular and very uh, vivid and very real without ever having done it. And that's, that is poetry's great glory as well as its great deception, right? And those two things coexist. Uh, and, and in the final two stanzas, we come to this beautiful description of a hare uh, in, that he, uh, the poet encounters as he's in an art museum, right? He sees a picture of fishing on the Susquehanna, and then he also sees a picture of a brown hare. And then it's so lifelike that it looks like it's about to jump out of the frame. Uh, and, and we're left with this idea that the poet himself is the brown hare. Uh, and the reason it's possible to describe something he's never done so vividly and with such truth is because he's paying attention, right? Like the hare. Uh, it says, even one of a brown hare who seemed so wild with alertness, I imagined him springing right out of the frame. And we're left with this idea that that's the poet himself. That's, that's what poets do, right? They're so wired with attention. They're so alert to their surroundings. They're so ready to create their own particular artifact out of a particular experience they, that they don't need even to have done it. That's the precision of the attention of a poet. Uh, so uh, it's a poem that is quite simple, easy to understand, easy to read, and yet it contemplates something much greater than itself uh, about the nature of poetry and art. Uh, so here it is again, one more time, Fishing on the Susquehanna in July by Billy Collins. I've never been fishing on the Susquehanna or on any river for that matter, to be perfectly honest. Not in July or any month have I had the pleasure, if it is a pleasure, of fishing on the Susquehanna. I am more likely to be found in a quiet room like this one, a painting of a woman on the wall, a bowl of tangerines on the table, 
trying to manufacture the sensation of fishing on the Susquehanna. There is little doubt that others have been fishing on the Susquehanna, rowing upstream in a wooden boat, sliding the oars under the water, then raising them to drip in the light. But the nearest I have ever come to fishing on the Susquehanna was one afternoon in a museum in Philadelphia, when I balanced a little egg of time in front of a painting in which that river curled around a bend under a blue cloud-ruffled sky, dense trees along the banks, and a fellow with a red bandana sitting in a small, green, flat-bottomed boat holding the thin whip of a pole. That is something I am unlikely ever to do, I remember saying to myself and the person next to me. Then I blinked and moved on to other American scenes of haystacks, water whitening over rocks, even one of a brown hare who seemed so wired with alertness, I imagined him springing right out of the frame. This has been The Daily Poem, produced by Goldberry Studios, post-production by Logan Green. I'm Heidi White. Thank you for listening, and we'll be back again tomorrow with another poem. I'm Stephanie Wong, and I'm your guide through the people and places that make up the internet. And I'm back as the host of the third season of Where the Internet Lives, a podcast from Google about the unseen world of data centers. This season, we're exploring how data centers change the world around them in surprising and transformative ways. We'll hear stories about prairie restoration, the solar energy boom, recycled canal water, and cities undergoing economic transformation. Subscribe to Where the Internet Lives on Google Podcasts, YouTube, Apple, Spotify, or anywhere you get your shows.